Hey guys, it's Keith. And this is Jesse. And this is New Player Has Joy. A podcast about the video games people love and why they love them. And today, Jesse and I are sitting in front of a fireplace. Sipping a little hot sipping cocoa. Sipping a little hot cocoa. Reminiscing. We, talking, discussing our ideas, intellectuals. Sitting down under blankets and cuddling up with the best <laughs> games of 2018 and each other. We're cuddling. We're Keith cuddling. and I are yeah, cuddling. We're cuddling right now. Keith and I are recording this on one microphone. <laughs> There's, I'm just holding it between us, our cheeks nuzzled together Kristen by the flames of the fire. staring at us, wondering what we're doing. But and- she refuses to speak because she knows we're recording, <laughs> and I respect that about her. She respects the craft of what we're doing. Uh, today's a very special episode. She's going to give Christmas you episode. a quick kiss on the cheek. It is our <laughs> Christmas episode. <laughs> it is our holidays episode where we are looking back on 2018, looking back on a year of podcasts, a year of games, a year of successes, a year of not so successful <laughs> moves, uh, our favorite moments, and looking forward to 2019. And we play, uh, we play some fun games in the in this one, guys. There's, <laughs> I didn't know you guys like dragons that much. <laughs> Jesse's Ooh, we'll laughing there, for baby. a reason. <laughs> I'm laughing, and Keith can feel it very closely because I'm nuzzled up in his bosom with the one microphone that we are sharing in front of this fire. And ooh, thank you, Keith. Thank you for feeding me this chocolate. Nom, 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 nom. Just give you a little kiss on the cheek again. <laughs> you uncomfortable yet? No, this is about normal. Yeah, yeah this, this is regular. This is regular. This is and regular. this is New Player is Joined. for a whole hour, guys. Sorry, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done doing that bit. That bit was awful. Okay, guys, we're in Jesse's apartment. We are. Christmas stuff is still up. Are these empanadas from the party? (laughs) Those were never empanadas. What are they? Those are pumpkin turnovers. Oh, so you can eat them whenever. Yeah, we haven't had any. Okay, it it would have been weird because it looks like there's been empanadas just sitting on your table for a couple days. If those are empanadas, they'd be gone because I'd have eaten them already. (laughs) But no... We just have a bunch of stuff from the Christmas party out, still just around. Still just around. They got all the Christmas trees up. They got all the Harry Potter he stuff. Said all the Christmas trees, and he's not lying. Uh, yeah, you guys have how many in this apartment? Four? I mean, only one real one, and then a bunch of fake miniature ones hidden all over the still place. Still technically Christmas trees. Still, still technically, technically Christmas. Christmas trees. Still technically Christmas time. So this is before Christmas, because, you know... We got things to do. We have, we're we we're very important. We have <laughs> we're not. Jesse's going to Boston. I am. I'm going back home to Massachusetts. And I'm not going to go home. No, that's that's fair. It's fair. It's a fair <laughs> idea. So, guys, today is a very special episode. Today we're going to talk about Christmas things, things we did last year, things that we like about this year, the games that we yep, love. A little bit of a retrospective of 2018 in gaming. A little bit of a retrospective in 2018 of new players joined. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, let's think about how it's what how how has this year been? What's it like? What's been how do you feel? Do you want to go from the gaming angle or the podcast? Let's angle? go back. Let's we can do both. We can do both, can't we? At the same can time, have, it's going to be a little jumbled. It's going to be a little jumbled. But I'd say like talk about the pod, what's it been like Start tra- the podcast. transitioning from going to Starburns for the first time to now. Well, now I certainly feel very at home at Starburns, and you can tell by the amount of snacks that I steal from their building. (laughs) (laughs) And how mean we are during the quip ads. Guys, you have no idea how much we swear during the quip ads. We do a lot of of, uh, reads in the studio now, and we like to torment our poor editor uh, for those ads, Noah, by just cursing up a storm and going on tangents for about eight minutes at a time. Most of it's just like, I can't believe they expect us to say any of this. (laughs) Any of it. It's not humans don't say these words. (laughs) There is a lot of that, yeah. But yeah, no, I feel good. Uh, It's it's nice to have a home at Starburns where I feel so comfortable that I'll walk past the front desk people and just be like, nah, 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 get my drinks. (laughs) (laughs) We don't say hi to anyone We don't. We keep our heads down. We act like big shots. We expect a limo call that's never happened, but we never stop expecting it. This is how we act now. So what have been the highlights so far? The highlights of the year? Yes. 
Uh, I loved our live show okay. with Funches, the Lyric Hyperion. That was great. Which no one will, which no one will ever, ever hear see. because... Do, do people know that about this? No, yeah. the Patreon listeners know, but... Okay, wow, I guess surprise, surprise to everyone. Surprise, surprise <laughs> to anybody who's waiting for that second round Funches episode. The audio got fucked. It was destroyed. We very much wanted to release the Ron Funches episode live episode because it was so much it was fun. So we had good. a blast. It was Super Mario Brothers 3. But the audio has been destroyed it's and been we tried bad. to change it. We tried to make it better and it's just unsalvageable. It's and, just destroyed. And just for fun reference, our Blake Griffin... Blake Griffin? Blake, yeah, Blake Newman. We Griffin Blake Newman. Griffin on. He was really <laughs> funny, very tall. We should just start claiming a bunch of episodes that got lost or ruined and it's not our fault. Guys... The Barack Obama episode was fantastic. <laughs> He's got a lot of opinions. Some He's, I don't agree with. Can you uh, can you imagine like we had Barack Obama talking about Final Fantasy VII, but we lost it. The audio just kind of got jumbled. <laughs> I guess kind of got all messed up. Uh, the live episode was super fun. Um, we had people, uh, you know, who flew in from Portland. So shout out, uh, Chris, if you're listening, shout and we out. think you are. Uh, so thank you so out, much Chris, for traveling to come out. see us. Yeah, it shout was out. it was an awesome time. Shout out, shout Going out. Going to Austin. Austin was Austin amazing. Was the ATX Festival. Mm-hmm. Uh, we ate all the barbecue. Meeting all the new people that we haven't met before coming on our show. Yeah. It's crazy, guys, because I know you guys like our show a lot because you can tell how comfortable we are with guests, but let's just give each other credit. We're great at hosting. We're guys. We're, we, we, are. Are, we are. We are. We make people so comfortable, and they're all strangers to us. So, guys, we're knocking it out of the park. There's so many cool people we got to meet this year. Kelly Nugent, uh, Shereen Nunez, uh, Miles Gray. I mean, like, so many people who are now I consider friends of the show. I'm like, we got to have him back. Kyle Clark. Miles uh, came to the Christmas party. Miles came to Miles our Christmas came party. Miles came to the Christmas party and hung out with us outside of podcast stuff. Miles and his wonderful girlfriend, Rosie, came to the Christmas party with a uh, chicken stuffing casserole that they made, which is now all gone. We ate all of it. Uh, he was very chill. He the was, whole time. Dude, he was he's so, so chill. fucking chill. Very I kept just chill. being like, which one of these two Christmas trees do you think is chiller? And he's like, nah, he's the thing about that tree. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a blast. I, I love I love getting to meet all these people, and I loved going to Austin. I love Barton Springs and hanging out in the sun. Yeah. (laughs) That was was great. What about you? What are the highlights? Highlights for me. Um, I would say... I would say exploring games I didn't know. I thought the Duke Nukem episode was a lot of fun when I recorded it. Um, I'd say... We've also, just anybody who is on Patreon, we've got another one of those format uh, format episodes for another game. Hint, hint, hint it's hint. one of The Sims. Hint, 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 it's just The Sims. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, it's not Sims. Um, I would say probably the experience of just getting, like, to do ads and understanding how the podcast It was really works. fun, right? Well, it, understanding how it works. I know it annoys everybody, but, like, understanding, like, Okay, guys. Now today you have to read this. It's mm-hmm. kind of like going like along with that and understanding yeah. it and trying to grow the podcast. It's just been fun in general. Yeah. Um. But also, it's been it's been work. It's not easy. It's not We've, easy. We have had a very tumultuous year, my man. We have. We have. a lot of up and downs. In the beginning, we thought the podcast was gonna die. Yep. And then it didn't. And then we're still here. And we're like cockroaches. We just we don't go away. We're like cockroaches in that we've got many legs and a hard exoskeleton. And people You've sc- never seen us. You can't prove that's not true. And people scream when they see <laughs> yeah, us. And they try to stomp on us. <laughs> and whenever the lights are on, we scatter. <laughs> we love the dark. We crave the dark. Um, but other than that, um, I'm excited for what well, the first year's open up for this year because I want to travel more. Yeah, I want to go do more things. Guys, go do live shows. We're hoping to do maybe a little bit of a tour in 2019. We're hoping. We're hoping. So we're if hoping. maybe people in any big metropolitan areas around the country think they could, <laughs> New, start, York. New York, New <clears> York, <throat> Boston, New York, Boston, Denver. Okay, sorry, I'm. New York, Boston, Boston Denver, okay, Austin. Like Austin, I'll do Austin. Austin would be fantastic. That'd be amazing. DC, I'm, yeah. I'm a big DC guy myself. Guys, let us know if you want us to go to these towns because we definitely need excuses Philly, to show up. We'll get some cheesesteaks. Oh my god! What other cities are there? I think those are all. Those of are them. all the cities in the United States. We named all of if, them. If if we got to do this podcast in Miami, I think it'd be the funniest thing in the world. <laughs> I I legitimately think. And I've described Miami to you uh, to you this way before, but I think that every strip club in America is just an embassy of the city of Miami. <laughs> <laughs> that's what you I think. My Tampa Bay, Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay. Is the one with all the strip clubs. That's, yeah. I mean, that's hilarious. Miami. To me. I just think of us both wearing banana hammocks, and we're like, oh, I guess we didn't get the memo. That yeah, we can just wear clothes. We can just wear clothes. <laughs> but I assume, I do assume that Pitbull is the mayor. 
Is okay, Pitbull not the mayor? That's very of Ma- much correct. That's I, correct, that's right? That's totally correct. Pitbull I think is the mayor. He is the governor of Miami. He is the they governor. Gave- the president of Miami <laughs> is Pitbull, and there was no election held. He just showed up, like put his sunglasses down the bridge of his nose and went, hey. And everybody was like, that guy's the president of this city. He's literally like the Slurms like mascot where they're like, he's, he just parties all the time. <laughs> he right. never gets to sleep. He just wants to relax and take a nap. Prove to me that Pitbull isn't annoyed. You can't. <laughs> you can't prove it. As a point, as for video games this year, boy, there was a lot of news. And boy, Dude. was there a lot of weird Dude, there's what? so much good news and there so much so weird much news. There's so much good news and so much bad news yeah. and so many Failures, then they try to not be failures. I mean, we didn't even talk about Fallout 76 at Fallout all. That whole thing has just been like a whole fucking dis- just mess. I mean, what a giant fuck you to every Bethesda fan. I mean, I honestly didn't feel like watching all the glitches from Fallout 4 and understanding, like, okay, they actually want to make a multiplayer game based off of this. I'm like, I don't have any hope. No, I don't. Definitely not. And then, do you know about the bag situation, right? The canvas bag the thing. The canvas Tell bag. Tell the people about the bags. Okay, Keith. so. <laughs> So everyone who pre-ordered uh, Fallout 76, like the whatever, the premium, the premium package, premium blah, blah, package, blah, blah, whatever, you, survivor you guide, you get a canvas bag. Yeah, and they sent like every- and a canvas bag. We mean like a nice like a like nice backpack. bag. But instead, they sent everyone like clear nylon, like nylon, cheap, shitty, like and it had like printed shit on it. Whereas it- whereas before you could tell this is like a not this is like a. Uh, like a canvas bag with leather straps and hinges, and it looks very nice. And you would use it as a backpack. And let's not eat. Let's and they wouldn't. So basically, everyone thought they were getting something else, and they didn't. Now yeah. I can understand. Like guys, it's just a bag. Who cares? But that was the cherry for on yeah. top of that everything was, else. That with this was game. Uh, the cherry on top of a glitchy, shitty Sunday that tasted like incompletion. That just like was the shittiest game. Had the hor- like worst release I've ever heard of. Basically, Atrocious. like it's just really bad and it's pissed off so many people. Not not glitchy, unplayable, unplayable, yeah. completely unplayable. Yeah, to the point where there's so many glitches where it's like, did you even try did you to try test? It? Did hey, you even can try I tell you something about what? this game? Do it. It just works. It just it just works. works. It just works, guys. <laughs> it just makes so much you, sense. You know what I heard about the bag? What was that? At first, they were like, first of all, they were like, first of all, it's not a big deal. It was just a prototype. And then a bunch of social influencers that they deemed more important got free versions of that bag. Oh. And then that they then refused to see it as a problem. Like, there had to be a huge public outcry of them being like, you basically stole our money and lied to us before they're like, all right, fine. We're going to, like, if you come to us and, like, and ask again, we'll give you something. Basically, people had to put up so much stink with this game and, like, talk so much shit about it that they finally had to come out with an apology and a bunch of updates. But basically, it was like, the if... It's one of those things, if people didn't complain, it'd probably still be as bad as it is now. Like, if yeah. it didn't have that much of a backlash, it wouldn't nearly as big as a problem is. Does it make you worried about uh, Elder Scrolls 6? Or is it 5? Is it 6 or 5? Whatever Skyrim's next game is. I believe it's 6. Um, I'm... They really got to redeem themselves. They really, they really got to redeem themselves. Engine Fallout Four was a fucking mess as a game, just like as mechanics. That's just how it played. It just they really need to redeem themselves. They also have that space game coming out. So I think if this next one is kind of like, oh, this is still very glitchy. I think mm-hmm. people are going to take a huge step back from okay. it. Okay, okay. Other disasters and gaming news from twenty eighteen. Other disasters? No, I'm in, I'm. I want you guys to tell me how you feel about Red Dead Redemption because everyone keeps like having oh conflicting God. thoughts about oh it. Because Jesse and I really enjoyed it. Jesse's first ten but hours. But I also have game. very conflicting thoughts. Go for it. Do it. The first ten hours of the game, I just flat out did not like it. It had okay. moments where I was like, I'm into it, and then I was just like, this is not fun. And by the end of the game, and this is a Ron Funches quote actually, and I completely agree with it. Uh, Rockstar managed to make a game that was both amazing and not fun. And yeah, just like beautiful but boring at yeah, the same not, time. Not even boring. Like, like you want to be attached to it and you want to keep doing it, but it's just a lot. I attach myself to the characters in the game, but I do not attach myself to the game itself, which is interesting. I have a lot of fun playing other video games, sometimes games that I don't even like. Right. But I just couldn't have fun playing Red Dead Redemption 2, even though I liked it. It just felt like... It was a slog so much of the time. I think it's just because you're riding your horse everywhere. 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 Yeah. So literally, literally, if it's like, okay, you have to go back to this town, you're like, that's going to take 25 minutes. Yeah. Just like ride my horse there. Some amazing set pieces. It's beautiful. And some amazing moments that we're going to get into a little bit later. Right. But yeah, uh, I I would in no way label it a disappointment. I think it was a, it was a huge success. But I think that there are other games this year that were just like... 
I mean, there was uh, the Telltale Games thing. Mm-hmm. That was a, a huge disappointment. That was that was going around the same time right before Red Dead came out. Yeah, that was like the whole where, yeah, where the Red Dead thing where they were working hundreds of hours. That was a huge problem. There was a lot of there was a lot of shit this year, um, but. Aside from the down parts, <laughs> I thought 2018 was a tremendous year for video games. Oh, it's huge, especially what it's setting up for next year's games coming oh out. Oh, my God. Especially games that came out this year. Smash Brothers just came out. Jesse has it. We I, ha- yep. I have all the characters at my apartment. Do you have all the characters? I have all the characters, but here's what sucks about it is I love Smash so much. We have all the characters. Now I'm like, I don't know what to do now. Yeah. Because I'm like, I can invite friends over and play it or play somebody online, but really I'm like, there's no reason to like did you play, jump into it. Did you play the spirit one? I did for a little bit and just totally lost interest. Oh, okay. Did you do it? Are you still I'm doing actually, it? I actually enjoy the spirit one more than I do the regular gameplay. Getting play. characters? Getting characters, getting spirits, and like knowing that I'll get to fight the actual boss at the end. Mm. Is, it, it's keeping me going. Yeah, I did classic for a little bit. I did spirits for a little bit, and then it's got to a point where I was just like, I don't, eh, I'm, I'm fine. If, if you haven't played Smash Brothers, the spirit version is basically their version of, uh, of a single player campaign where you start off just as Kirby, the only survivor of this basically apocalyptic battle that just wiped everybody out trying to free everybody. And there are some amazing pieces in it. For example, you can go to a world, and it's just Street Fighter 2. Yeah. And it's all the music, and all the they don't use, like, Ryu, Ken, uh, Vega, Zangief, but their sprites, their spirits, whatever, are those characters. Right. And so all the characters you fight are the characters that are the closest to them. Uh, Donkey Kong is Zangief. And oh, stuff like cool. that. And it has Zangief's music and everything until you finally fight Ryu. But it's like you're going all over the map with the airplane. Mm-hmm. It's fucking great. That's so this awesome. game has awesome set pieces. It's a huge nostalgia trip. It's every fucking game. It's every This is like the ultimate fighting game. It is. Yeah. Uh, so that was a huge, a huge thing to just cap the year off. Yeah. The year ended with Red Dead and then that. And Smash. And then Pokemon Let's Go. And Pokemon Let's Go. That's how the, that's how it ended. Which, so, go ahead. Another, another little bit conflicting thing with the, with the catching Pokemon, uh, from Pokemon Go that people weren't thrilled about. Now, some people are really into it. Some people are not. But, yeah. um, but next... Coming out next month is Kingdom Hearts. Kingdom Hearts comes at the end of January. Oh so that's being set up. I'm seeing promotions for that everywhere. Yep. There's a lot of stuff. First trailer, first two minutes. I'm like, oh, I'm so excited about this because it's literally just showing me Disney movies and showing me all the cool moves he's going to do. And then they start showing you plot. And then I was like, I'm <laughs> lost. I'm no longer interested. I don't care anymore. I'm like, it's a lot about hearts. And don't you know how to unlock the heart and then get to the light and all the yeah. dark? And I'm like, look. I like that. Once you get to characters, I like. I don't know any of their names. Yeah, just no, like, I don't. I'm sorry. No, it starts to read like uh, the J.R.R. Tolkien books that were published after he died. Where you're like, I don't, I don't know, know or care. Just show me the Hobbit. He seemed just disturbed. Show me the Hobbit. He seemed disturbed. <laughs> let's just be honest. And so for this game, I'm just like, I don't. It's this is supposed to be for children. How the hell are they supposed to follow all these A plots, B plots, E plots, D plots? No, they don't give a fuck. No, they don't care. They don't give a. They fuck. just want to fucking be Donald or something. Like yeah. That. All right. I think we should go through and talk about some of the highlights and give some of our superlatives for 2018. Okay. If you're down. Let's do it. You ready for some of this? Let's do it. I'm going to start with the biggest disappointment of the year, 2018. And for me, hands down, Octopath Traveler. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The biggest letdown. The biggest letdown for me. So is this a let... So are letdowns like... Listen, I knew Fallout 76 was going to be like hot garbage horse shit from the second they, they right. debuted any information about it. But is it a letdown for like being looking forward to it and then finally playing it in low and immediately like this isn't a good game? Dude, I bought the beta and you were all about it. I loved it. Yeah, we promoted I, the hell out of it. Two hours into the game, I fucking loved it. Then I started to gather other players. And then you saw and, what it really and was. And I saw what the game was trying so hard to hide from everybody what it was. Just a mess of horrendous writing i can't stress enough how poorly this game is written and how good people think they wrote this game this is the biggest pile of bullshit i've ever seen on a video game screen masquerading as plot no i watched you work your way through all of it i've never seen somebody so angry while playing a jrpg that's just playing beautiful music it's just the music everything the art looks great everything the voice acting just 
you had all the pieces and just you couldn't put it together. I, it's like they came to you with this huge kitchen full filled just with beautiful raw, ingredients, raw skill, just and, raw. Yeah. And then they just like served just a big mashed pile of nothingness that was all burned to shit on the top <laughs> of a garbage plate. And went, here you go, you suck, we hate you. That's what Octopath Traveler felt like to me. That was my biggest disappointment of 2018. Yeah, I would say probably for me, um, I think my biggest disappointment is being done with Red Dead. <laughs> like, I don't, online does not look interesting to me. I don't give a fuck about on, so online. So I'm like, Red Dead. I thought I was going to get, because GTA 5, I've been able to find extra things to do with it. Like, there's little online things you can yeah. do, like the longevity to play that game or replay it. I don't think I'm going to replay Red Dead for a very long time. I don't think I will either. Yeah. I I got everything I needed out of that playthrough. Here's the other thing. Um, Grand Theft Auto as a game is just like, it's so over the top. Oh, yeah. And so to play it online multiplayer, a platform uh, or way of playing that is notoriously over the top, yeah. feeds into what the game is. It right. feeds into what it's trying to be the entire time. Right. Red Dead Redemption 2 is th- is slow, uh, methodical, deliberate. And then when you take the madness of the online world and layer on top of that, it doesn't even feel like the same game. No. It just feels it feels like a mockery of what the game is. It's empty. I feel empty when I play it. There's mm-hmm. no real point to it. You don't really make that much money. And at the end of the day, I'm like, I don't know why I would be playing this. No. And then GTA 5, I'm like, well, at least I can buy cars and like all I can the, do crazy shit. I can shit. do crazy shit. I can play with Jesse and Mike and just pick it up, play it whenever, and it doesn't matter. GTA 5 is a good game. GTA 5 online is Saints Row. <laughs> yeah. Red Dead is horrible. Yeah. <laughs> Red Dead Redemption 2 is a fantastic game. Right. Red Dead Redemption 2 online is Cowboy Saints Row. Yeah. Why why do we, <laughs> why do you, why need, do you it? need that? And if you are going to go Saints Row, really go Saints Row, go crazy. Yeah. Go crazy. It was fucking weird. I yeah, yeah I can completely see not getting on board with that. All right. How about this? Indie game of the year. Indie game of the year. Indie game of the year. Oh wow. Do you want mine first? Does that make it easier? Yeah, do that. I'm very, very happily going with Celeste. That was this year? That was the beginning of 2018. That was this year, it right? It was. Wow. Yeah. A game that has an amazing story, flawless mechanics, gorgeous music, and I love the graphics of the throwback. It's all beautifully done, incredibly crafted, and it hits home. A game about depression and anxiety and finding yourself and understanding and accepting yourself. And hey, you know, eat some strawberry pie while you're at it. <laughs> what could be so what could be better than that? <laughs> Man. I'm realizing I did not play enough indies this year. What are some of the indie games you played this year? This year that I played? Yeah. Oh my god, I can't even like I took a step back away from Steam. Like, I took all of my indie games off my Steam, because I was like, I need to quit being on my computer as much as I am, so I really haven't been getting any indie games on my PlayStation. Like, I'll play third-party games, but I guess those aren't really, like, indie titles that I would consider, like, indie titles. Like, I don't know. Celeste is definitely, like, the best indie I've played. That came out this year. Like, at the beginning of this year. That came out, like, eh, tons of awards. Didn't it also get nominated for Game of the Year? It should have if it didn't. It is... It's a fucking masterpiece, man. It's so goddamn good. Yeah, I don't know that there's anything else that even like comes close to me in the indie game category. It's just I played too I played too much like yeah, I played too much Overwatch this year. <laughs> like, <laughs> like this it's definitely been a recap not of 2016. Definitely not an indie game. And it's no. been out for a long time at yeah. this point. Yeah, we got into a few games late this year. Yeah. This is the year that we got into Persona 5, yeah. the year that you got into Overwatch. Yeah, there's just, a few. Just way too late. Or I've been going back and playing older games that I like a lot, and then that just usually kind of gets me through it. I'll play If I do play some on the PC, it's probably like an old PC game that I played years ago that I want to get into, like a strategy game like Dune or something like is that, that. What other older games have you ever played this year? Because the, the, the thing that we haven't really talked about right. is that we've covered all these games. Yeah. And... We have an entire backlog of before and after episodes that most of our listeners haven't heard because they're, right. they're on Patreon. 
and we explored a lot of older games and it made me want to go back and play them and so i did for a lot of them yeah i imagine you had the same experience i went back and i played company of heroes i couldn't get an anti writ any like command and conquer yeah. games i was <laughs> just, just like i'm much. like i'm not opening that door ever again <laughs> um i played a lot of company of heroes um i've been playing i played edith finch that was that was an indie game was yeah. that an indie game this year i don't know if it was this year or late last, last year. year um how that, was edith finch it's great yeah it's really awesome i highly recommend it um what, somebody somebody said it was like gone home except a video game <laughs> yeah that's pretty much what it is uh what else did I play? Like the old ones, I've been going back and playing. Like I've been playing a lot of sports games. I played like an old two K right. sports games. Um, a lot of this year's been a lot of I like want to check out and not like really. I don't know what it is. It's been a lot of stress this year. Been a lot of stress. So like mostly the games I do want to play, it's like not. It's gonna be competitive and yeah. it's gonna have a different mindset than just like I want to go grind or I want to be part of a story. I didn't really play that many story games this year. Yeah, I that's feel fair. like I didn't play that. At least I couldn't get into them. I remember just being so excited for Red Dead because I knew that was gonna be like the one story game. I'm like, oh, I get to jump into this. But I didn't play any RPGs this year that I like fell in love with. Um, I replayed Fable One and Two on my PC. Those are both good. You've never played any of the Fable games, have you? I've never played them, but I you have know, watched them. You know. I've watched them a lot, and um, I like them a lot. Yeah, I played not two. I played one because two, I think, is on Xbox 360. And then I, I tried to play three because I'm like, I want to play another Fable game. And Fable three is fucking yeah, terrible. I uh, I went back this year, and well, this is the first year I had a Switch. Right? How has that been? I mean, Mario Odyssey is great. One of my favorite games I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Breath of the Wild doesn't fully feel like a Zelda game to me. I like it, but I'm I didn't fall in love with it. I've talked to a couple people like that. Yeah, where it's like the same thing where they like love Zelda, been obsessed with all Zelda's, play all the Zeldas. I'm like, do you like Breath of the Wild? And they're like, yeah, like yeah, that no, sort just, of it's like just, not just like the thing. they're like, I loved it because it's Zelda and it was open world and all sort of stuff. I'm like, was it repetitive? They're like, yeah, it was pretty repetitive. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, so I don't feel like weird having these same emotions. Yeah, basically no. being like. We're going to Ocarina of Time when it's just music, a game about music where you're just literally playing yeah, songs. it's a huge thing. The whole thing. And then, like, each temple has its own song, like, everything like that. And to go to a game that's, like, has no Basically music, just quiet. quiet. I love the rain. I love all the mechanics. I love all the like, action The rain fucking energy. sucks because you can't climb Because you can't anything. climb. But that, I like that. I like that simulator. they did that. But, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that game is a climbing simulator where <laughs> things... J- it's so annoying half the time. <laughs> half the time it's a Zelda game, and the other half the time it's Nintendo going, hey, fuck you, you bought a Zelda game. I think I keep, like, blanking out because so many games and video games have just been, like, repeated where it's like the same game over and over and over yes. again or the same sort of game over and over and over and over again. Yes. Am I wrong about this? No, that's why, like, Celeste felt different to me. Even though it was very simple, it felt different and it felt fresh. Oh, we haven't talked about it. We both loved Spider-Man. Spider-Man was awesome. Oh, do you want to jump into my next category, Keith? Oh, is that, what is that? What's our next category? Keith, 2018. What? What's the game of the year? Oh, man. We've got a God few. of War was so close. God of War was, was so, so close. God damn close. To being like, this is it. it. This yep. is it. The fact that it's basically leading up to a sequel. Yeah, the entire ups- time. Is upsetting. It's very upsetting. But that game was so much fun to play with you and Kristen. It was, oh God. I mean, I don't even think we can talk about the, the game of the year yet because there's another superlative I want to give out. Okay. And it's the best video game moment of 2018. Ah. The moments in video games that made us stop and just like stare in awe. And I'm going to tell you right now that there are spoilers for God of War, Red Dead 2, and Marvel's Spider Man. So if you aren't playing any of those games, you well, should play all you those, should play games. those games right play now. Games. Stop playing those games. Let's play, go play those, those games. fucking games. I will actually say uh, there are moments in Celeste as well. I'll. I'm giving it. I. I'm moment giving of it the year. To, I'm giving it to God of War for the moment. The for moment right of now, year, not for, for the game of the year. I think I'm giving God of War for game of the year. Okay. Go on, Keith. Tell me things. It wasn't what I wanted. It wasn't. It wasn't like it. Everything leading up to those moments mm-hmm. was so beautiful. It was amazing. And amazing. And watching these characters change through Kratos it. and Atreus and the begin- learning to, to be together. I have to remind myself, like, those the first boss battle you have 
is yeah. like the m- craziest boss battle. Boulder. Like, yeah, of just not yeah. just like just that fight. Just when you're just fighting with your arms and hands, mm-hmm. just like just with your just fists. fists, just fists, and you're just fighting. I remember being like, I've never played anything like this. And then having that much emotion of just like what just happened to Krotos, basically, and his kid and trying to hide his kid and everything like that. Yeah. And even that scene of him like looking down because his like house has a hole in it. He's looking yep. down to make sure his son's still there. Yeah. And this guy being like, "Who is that? Who are you looking for? Like, who's down there?" And yeah. It's like him getting so angry because he's looking for his kid. Oh like, my god. That game had so many fucking amazing, amazing moments. moments. Amazing moments. It gets it gets one of one of the nods for one of my moments of the year, which is, and again, if you haven't played it, just mute this for the next ten seconds. <laughs> Kratos realizing he needs the chaos blades yeah oh my god i mean like we need to go back to our house well yeah when freya's like you won't be able to fight with that it's cold in hell and him just going i need to return home and never saying it mm-hmm. never saying like everyone it. knows and just the slow trippy ass canoe ride back to his home and when he uncovers when he was like when Atreus goes to hide in the bottom of the house, and he's like, I, was, I thought I was not supposed to go down there. And they never reference that for the like rest why? of the game. Yeah. And finally, they show you that's where the Blades of Chaos are held, oh and he has to put them on one more time. I mean, that game, because you and I are upset because it's like a game that's like, we thought there's just going to be it, and then there's going to be God of War 6. This was like, no, this is going to be God of War 5.5. Yeah, it was next. just if Logan was building up to a sequel. It's the same thing where you're right. like, no, we've done all the work of buying these games. We've invested in this character. Please don't string this out any further. Give us a full story for a change. When they get to the top of the mountain, like the Valley of Giants, yeah. I was I when you're like looking around at yeah. the graphics and like what it looks like in that era, I was like, this is phenomenal. Like, it was this great. Is, this is phenomenal. Like I loved Red Dead. Red, De- Red Dead was such a great story, and I'm so happy that I played it and like really experienced Arthur and Arthur, the character, the guy who played Arthur Vo, like one best performance. Yeah. this year, and he should have. He was he fantastic. It was really great. But that being said, uh, my favorite game, one I had the most fun playing with you and Kristen, the one I think had the best moments, the ones I think we connected ourselves the most was God of War, so I think I'm picking God of War for Game of the Year. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and bring up some of my other favorite moments because you touched on the other game that we obviously got to talk more about. Right. Uh, Stand Unshaken from Red Dead Redemption 2. Yeah. The song that plays when you return mm-hmm. from the island off the coast of Cuba. So unexpected. Oh my God. So unexpected. Isn't it amazing? It's fucking incredible. It's like, that's when I'm like, people are like, I don't really like it that much. I'm like, keep playing. playing. They're like, no, I've already played like six hours. I'm like, keep playing the game. I kept waiting for the moment that would rival the original Red Dead Redemption's ride into Mexico. Yeah. And this was it where it was the cinematic camera view, that entire song plays. And at no point was I like, I hope this song ends so I can get back to the game. I wanted that thing the it's entire like time. last forever. The song is amazing. The cinematic is amazing. But it also builds a connection between you and Arthur that there hadn't been before. Right. Because the song starts to say his entire internal monologue that you've been hoping is true. But you've also been a little bit fearful. Like, does he not get what's going on? The game is all about Arthur suffering because of these other couple idiots who he's with. And just having to go through, because this is his lot in life. This like, is this his, is what he has. This is his family. Yeah. This is what it is. Like, yeah. this is who he has. And for him to understand, like, how do I protect these people, even though my family's the one responsible for everything? This was the first moment in the game I stopped feeling like, you know, in a lot of games, you feel like you're the protagonist. Right. This was the first moment in the game where I was like, Arthur's the protagonist. Yeah. I'm just watching. Right, exactly. It was amazing. And it was just a song. A song and a horse ride. That's all it was. And all the little tiny details. Incredible. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. (laughs) When he gets tuberculosis. Yeah. The first time and he starts like choking. Oh my God. And it's little tiny things where he'll just cough and you're like, did he just cough? Yes. And like they build it up so organically. He'll just be on a mission all of a sudden he'll just get woozy and you're like, what the fuck is going on with Arthur? Like, what is going on with my character? And do you remember how that happens? No. How's it happen? Do you remember one of the debts he collects from a dude who's like, I'm too sick, I can't work? Oh, my God. He, it forces you to hit him, and the dude gets blood on you. Uh, you swallow that dude's blood. Oh, my God. And that's God. how you get TB. And then when you return to help his family, 
You say, I've paid for it many times over. Just take the money. Dude, I almost cried when... Spoiler alert. Spoiler Spoil- alert. Spoiler alert. <laughs> when your horse dies, when your horse dies, not a horse dies, when your oh. her- horse... Wait, what was that? Your horse gets shot. And they're like, you're with... Um, oh, God, I can't... There's a main character from God, from the first one. John Marsh. John Marston. Marston. John's like, we gotta go. And he's like, give me a second. He's like, yes. he's like petting his horse. And he's like, like I'm good so sorry, boy, yeah. good boy. Like, good boy. I'm yeah. so sorry. And I'm like, yeah, I had the same horse the whole game. Yep. And you pet it and you feed it and you yep. take care of it. And for them to be like, you know, seeing and protecting this whole time is now fucking dead. It's just oh. like, oh my God. This is the thing. This is exactly what I'm talking about. This game isn't fun, but some some of the best moments of the entire gaming year are in this game hands down yeah we haven't even talked oh my god the hat right the fucking hat that transition of being like this game is fucking awesome yes like, that was that moment like Another, before we all knew it but that was like slam dunk like jesus just fucking arthur putting his hat on john marston's head and just being like go get out of here go save get your, your family. family yeah holy shit Realizing he's gonna die, realizing that you're gonna be John Marston, like it was unreal. So fucking good. And then the epilogue of that game for it to just continue. Where it's as like, John Marston, as John trying to be like a regular civilian. Can I tell you what it felt like to sh- to finally fucking kill Micah on oh top of God. that mountain? I was like, I have to keep playing this game until I kill Micah. Yeah, like, me too. I can't stop. I him. couldn't put I it down. Like, I need to go kill Micah. I hated the character who was responsible for Arthur's death so much that I hunted him down and with some fucking dead-eye action, I put six bullets in that motherfucker's face. Right. Like, <laughs> I tried to split him in half. Me too. Like, a bunch of in his face and just right down yeah. the middle. It was so fucking rewarding to finally put that there. And I genuinely like had that in my brain. I was like, I want to fucking kill this guy. Like, yeah. genuinely, like I want to kill Micah. Like, so Black like, lungs. just like this. Sh- it's like it's think of the worst person. Just says the meanest things at every single moment. That's Micah. Just, yeah, like, the worst fucking garbage human. human. And garbage the, human. And the fact that he was so like Dutch was so fucking stupid. Yeah. and broken and not mm-hmm. knowing who to follow. That he actually believed this guy at all is insane. He's a moron. Just, Dutch is just a fucking. I moron. wish I could have killed Dutch too. I really do. So, a million times. Favorite over. game of the year. Drum roll. I was gonna say, you're just doing. This drum is broken. This drum is. Somebody, please. What are you doing? What are you doing? Keith is miming playing a piano as Towley from South Park. What are you doing? Why is this still going on? I don't know. You gotta keep. You gotta say it. Marvel's amazing. Marvel Spider-Man. Marvel Spider-Man is my game of the year. Marvel's Amazing Spider-Man. It's not even amazing. Marvel <laughs> Spider-Man is my game of the game year. Game of the year? Abso-fucking-lutely. Like heads and shoulders? Um, In terms of... So for me, God of War is an incredible game that just doesn't stick the landing. And... Yes, it is. It's just an amazing routine. It's just like it doesn't end it well. It doesn't end well. And then Red Dead Redemption 2 is this not fun game that sticks the landing. And then Spider-Man swings in. And just is dope. Is fun the entire throughout, fucking time. Yeah, throughout the is time. the best Spider-Man movie I've ever watched. Yeah. Had a line at the end that made me cry and is so goddamn fun that I, hands down, it's got to be Marvel Spider-Man. Yeah. It's got to be. The mechanics are incredible. So good. They just throw you right into it. Like, you're Spider-Man now. It's the best thing in the world. Enjoy. Bye. Yeah, have fun. <laughs> this is so fucking great. We know it's the best game ever. We know. The story is fun. <laughs> People didn't like the side missions where you were MJ. Guess what? I played with Kristen. I was Peter Parker the entire game. She was MJ the entire game. We traded the controller That's back so and forth. Awesome. It was so much fucking fun. Keith, you haven't beaten this game yet. I haven't. It's been <laughs> ruined for me. Yeah, but not the line of dialogue. Not the line of dialogue, but it has been ruined for me. There is a line of dialogue at the end of this game, and if you've beaten this game, you know what I'm talking about. It's simple, it's heartbreaking, it's sweet as all hell, it's beautiful, and it made me cry, and I love this game. That's crazy. Because I wouldn't say Jesse's like the biggest Spider-Man I'm fan. not a huge Spider-Man fan. I no. like Spider-Man a lot. I grew up watching the Spider-Man cartoons, mm-hmm. and I always liked those a lot more than the movies. 
and I never felt the need for a Spider-Man video game because I genuinely don't really enjoy superhero video games that much. Right. I think that they're never really done the way I want because they never make you feel like the actual superhero. Whereas, and I mean, I know it's been said to death, but this one actually makes you feel... Makes you feel like you're Spider-Man. You're goddamn Spider-Man, dude. Set pieces are incredible. Graphics, incredible. Skills, fun. Costumes, fun. Jokes, fun. Spider-Cop, so funny. All of it was great. Spider-Cop's my favorite gag from 2018. (laughs) That it just keeps bringing back Spider-Cop. The the voice actor who did did Peter Parker. Um, He's just doing Batman. Just He's just fun making of fun of Batman, Batman in the yeah. Spider-Man game. I'm Spider-Cop. I'm Spider-Cop. It's so fucking funny. I love this game. It's my game of the year. I, you gotta fucking beat it, too. We can talk <laughs> about this line of dialogue at the end of the game. Because I'm just gonna fucking kill you if you can't. I mean, Christ, it is so... I have it written down here. I'm looking at the quote right now in my notes. <laughs> I want to say it to you. I won't. It really would ruin it for me. It's... It's the kind of line you're like, they've never taken a swing this big in a Spider-Man movie. Mm-hmm. They've never taken a swing this big in a superhero video game that I can think of. They just fucking go, no, you know what? It's not about canon. It's not about the comics. It's not about the movies. It's not about the show. It's not about the action figures. It's only about this thing that we made right now. Mm-hmm. And if we can't make this game the best we could have possibly made it then why would we have bothered to try right god of war pulls its final punch spider-man punches straight through your face at the end and goes deal with it (laughs) and as a result it's the best game of 2018 boom boom game resolutions don't pre-order anything exactly <laughs> exactly don't pre-order anything until you hear results and people being like it's bullshit or it's great uh i resolve to pick up far cry 5 when it drops to like 20 bucks on sale i feel like most games guys just wait like you'll just like wait. just you'll get it on sale eventually don't let it be another octopath don't, just, like, you don't unless it's like the game that you need to play it's just wait a little while yeah it's not worth it um, I'm going to resolve not to even try to understand the plot of Kingdom Hearts. Yeah, I just hope Kingdom Hearts... I'm going to get Kingdom Hearts, and I hope I enjoy it. Yeah. I, that's my, my resolution should be, I hope I enjoy Kingdom Hearts. Can I tell you uh, a game that's coming out in March that I don't think you remembered? What? Division 2. I think there's a reason I don't want to remember. <laughs> <laughs> What's gonna, what is it going to... It's New York again? It's DC. Oh, right, it's DC. Because, you know, they didn't even... They didn't even finish didn't fucking even New finish York. New York. So why would I go to do yeah. DC? I'm sorry. No. No. <sighs> Fuck Division. That game is going to be trash because the first game was trash. There's so many fun games coming out, but I don't know if they're coming out in 2019. Like, obviously, I want to see Last of Us. I Last want... of Us should be coming out. Death Stranding is potentially coming out, though. I think it's coming is out on the next generation. Is 2019 going to be Last, is La- uh, Last of Us? Yes. Really? That's the idea. Okay. Well, until they actually delay it even longer, I'm holding my breath. But yeah, I can't wait for... Oh, that's the only game I will pre-order. Cy- uh, Cyberpunk 2077? That's coming out in 2019? I think so. See, all the games I th- I was excited for, I thought they were like... 2020? They'll come out. Like that yeah. sort of vibe. Like, they're was, coming, but they'll if, come out if when they If you look out. at them online, the only one, like Death Stranding, is like 2019 and that's it. If you look at like The Last of Us, I think it has like October 2019 or something like that. Ah, interesting. So we'll see. We'll see if it actually all happens. All those games, like this, the new uh, Elder Scrolls, I'm like, I'm not going to see that for I'm a not, while. I, I don't even game trust for, that for them shit. For a while. I'm not going to see a lot of... I just was like, yeah, you're doing it. Like, yeah. That's all I took those announcements as. It's like, in the process you're, of... You're actually doing it and you're not, you know... Yeah, you're not just phoning it in and claiming it. Exactly. Just like they did with Final Fantasy VII's remake, which, fun fact, is never getting released. It's never going to get released. And uh, it's so sad. It's so sad. Keith. What? We normally do games at the end of our episodes with our guests. I have a game for you. You have a game for me? I have a game for you. Okay. Um... It is a game that we all know is super special. Okay. It's super special to me and you. <laughs> okay. This game is called 
Jesse, I got you a gift. No, <laughs> Key. <laughs> and you what got, are you doing? <laughs> this game is <laughs> called Jesse. I got you a gift, and I knew you weren't gonna get me. A oh gift. come on! <laughs> Damn it! You have a bag and everything. It's not the. I, <laughs> Son of a bitch! You got me a gift. It's not like. The most thoughtful. It's not the most. You can hear it on creative. the mic crinkling around. But yeah, you can hear. Oh, thank you. I bought Jesse a gift. Oh. It's just gonna add to his pile of other stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh damn it! <laughs> oh my God, Keith. <laughs> what else is in here? No. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing at all. Keith. So I wanted to get you a gift and start a tradition where I get you a gift and you don't get me anything. I think that'd be a great tradition. I love that tradition. <laughs> I also want you to keep the tradition of forgetting to take Oh, the, I didn't take the price the tag. Price tag. Oh, it was $9.99. <laughs> I got Jesse a Mega Man Mega Pixel. Man and Gutsman uh, pixelated art like stand-up thing. That's so cool. You need oh, more stuff. I love it. You I need more, more stuff. You need more stuff. You guys are decorating the apartment in video game stuff. I don't have any stuff. You will put video game stuff around. But... I'll hide it here and there. Thank you so yeah, much. No I love this. That's oh, so cool. Oh, I fucking Did you love play, Mega do you Man. Know, did you play that specific game? This is the original Mega Man. The, the original Mega Man is fucking hard as shit. <laughs> it's so incredibly hard. Um, yeah, no, I love... You can see him on the back. We've got, like, uh, Cut Man, too. This is awesome. This game is so... So goddamn hard, and I love it. But I think they even, um, yeah, they even show you like the correct ones to use for every boss. Really? Like this is this is how you that's beat like Gutsman. That's like the one. Yeah, oh, that's, that's awesome. so cool. Thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, no man. worries. I like this tradition. <laughs> um, I can't wait till next year. I just keep getting you more. And yeah, more stuff. when I don't get you anything. <laughs> Instead, I I wrote a game for you because <laughs> I thought that's what we were supposed to do. <laughs> I feel like a dick. No, don't be like a dick. That was my game the whole time, was get Jesse oh a gift God, when he's so not aware to get me a gift. Uh, so if you've listened to the Patreon episodes, if you've listened to the before and afters, you know that Keith and I have a soft spot in our hearts for certain kinds of trivia games mm -hmm. after we've already done How Well Do You Know Your Favorite Video Game. Yes. And one of my favorite uh, kind of games to do with you has very quickly become... Uh, uh, a, a kind of template that I call this normal thing or this weird thing. <laughs> okay. And I thought, as I was looking around for different kinds of versions of this game, uh -huh. I stumbled upon accidentally what I think is the best possible thing okay. I could have come up with for him. And so it is time for title of a famous JRPG or title of a famous high fantasy erotica novel. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. The okay. rules are simple, Keith. Oh, my God. I will give you a <laughs> the name. The rules are simple. <laughs> and you will have to guess if it is the title of a famous Japanese role-playing game or the title of a high fantasy erotica novel. Are those not the same thing? Sometimes they're not. Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> are you ready? I'm ready. To play title of famous JRPG or title of a famous high fantasy erotica novel. <laughs> Question one. Demon's Fall. Demon's Fall. Mm -hmm. That is a RPG. That is a novel. <laughs> <laughs> That's about fucking a fallen angel. Oh my god! It is <laughs> no. Sure. You looked up. <laughs> they have pretty. Uh... Wait, you looked up all the plots of all the novels. No, I just looked up the front covers and I, <laughs> the ones that weren't just jacked dudes' chests. But wait, how did you come up with this? Like, uh, where was the coincide? Like, did you see one on accident? Like, how did... I was looking at JRPG titles, and, and like, some of them, I was like... just like, these sound erotic as fuck. <laughs> and I was like, I've never... <laughs> I thought to myself, I've never Googled the names of a bunch of uh, high fantasy erotica fiction. Oh, that's so funny. And as soon as I did, I was like, I've made the correct choice. <laughs> Number two, fantasy life. <laughs> RPG? Yeah! It's <laughs> a horrible RPG by the sounds it of it. Is. Fantasy it Life. is. Fantasy Life is a JRPG, I believe, for Nintendo. Fantasy Life. Isn't it just in video you, games? Yeah, it's but just in video which games. you fuck a fallen angel. <laughs> <laughs> Number three, The Inquisition, colon, Summoner. Jesus. <laughs> the colon's really throwing me. Um, 
Erotic. Erotica. Is it? it is oh the Inquisition Summoner. I have no idea what this one's about. Yes, you do. Don't I mean, hide it. <laughs> it feels like Final Fantasy X, but you have sex with one of the Aeons. That's what it feels like. Number four, Dragon's Dogma. This is erotic. This is a JRPG. <laughs> I almost made this game. Uh, title of a famous JRPG with dragon in it or title of a famous high fantasy erotica novel with dragon in it. That's how many there are of both. It's insane. So they're like fucking the dragons? Th- I hope. <laughs> I mean, somebody's... Listen, dragons need fucking too. I like... I just... I mean, all the tentacle porn, I try... I'm like... Yeah. I just assume, sure, they're fucking the dragon. You, I don't you know. guys remember, the internet is a terrifying sexual playground, but don't forget that printed novels are, are terrible we as well. talk about how there's so much Sonic porn, and yet they made Sonic, like, muscular legs, and so, like, they just... So they're yeah. pushing towards that, clearly. Yeah, we're getting there, guys. In the future, we all fuck Sonic. <laughs> All right, number five. And don't worry, there are only 13 more of these. (laughs) You made so many. I had to cut myself off. I could have made this 18 minutes long with no bits in between. That's how fucking similar Japanese RPGs and a high fantasy erotica are. That's so funny. It's insane. That's so funny. Number five, The Chase of Stars. Erotic. It is. (laughs) Number six, Shadow Song. It's an RPG. It is erotica. He said that you're so offended. It is erotica, good sir. I say good day, sir. This is fine printed erotica for which you can buy on Amazon for $4.99 in what, paperback. So, it's, so no pic, it's not mangas or mangas or whatever. They're not, they're no, not pictures. No. It's just you're just reading about people. You're reading um, a story. That is high fantasy, but then a lot of the high fantasy characters take breaks to have sex with each other. <laughs> uh, I would I imagine. Wish you read like a couple pages. I don't wish that on anyone. <laughs> <laughs> I, if I have to guess, a lot of this includes the word throbbing, uh, muscular, waistline, and big old <laughs> cock <cock-com. laughs> Yeah, just, this dragon got that big old dick. <laughs> As dragons are As wont dragons to do. Want- he was a dragon, and so he had yeah, that big, big old, old dick. dick. <laughs> you know, like a dragon. He got that dick stink. He got all feel. <laughs> <laughs> that dragon got that big dick energy. Feel me? All right, number seven. I'm just going to tell you right now. There's a game and there's a novel. Which one is which? The Seventh Saga or the Seventh Circle? <laughs> seventh Saga is a novel. Mm-hmm. And the Seventh Circle is a video game. Correct. Except that you are wrong completely. <laughs> <laughs> the Seventh Saga is a JRPG and the Seventh Circle is an erotica novel. Oh, damn it. You want to know how crazy this is? How? I almost made this game famous title of a JRPG with seven or famous (laughs) title of a high fantasy erotica novel with seven. Like, it is dragons and seven? People just want to fuck seven dragons and play says seven dragons. This world is bonkers. The internet, guys. It makes dreams true. Is it not that like the internet's weird? It's just like humanity's weird, and humanity, we're all like catching on to it. Listen, like bronies and all that sort of if shit. If I could get, if I could make everybody understand one thing, it would be this: you should fuck more often. Everybody should be having sex more often, <laughs> and people should just be open about it. If you want to fuck a person and they want to fuck you, you do that. That's a new new player podcast slogan. Y'all should be fucking. <laughs> Y'all should, <laughs> should be, be fucking. <laughs> in healthy, consenting adult relationships, y'all should be, y'all fucking, should be fucking in whatever way you deem fit. <laughs> if you're if you're listening to this and you're like, I like those novels, that's awesome. We're happy for you. I mean, my favorite thing to do to a married couple with kids would be like, you all fucking? Yeah. <laughs> These kids got here somehow. <laughs> Question eight, Romancing Saga 3. 
Is it erotica? It's not. It's a JRPG. It's a JRPG. Jesus. So is I Romancing was... Saga and Romancing Saga 2. No. <laughs> These are like Persona games, right? I see it's like you just like talk to them and then I, like what? It's, I guess I didn't want to look this one up. Of course. Why would you? <laughs> Why would you? I found lists and I went, there's no way. I like how Persona is just low-key like a sex game. It's, it is a sex it's game. It's a sex game. Which is, you know what? And it says a lot that I really love that game. You're like, this game's great. I don't know. I have no I, idea I why. I don't know why. I, I don't know. I have sex with anyone I want. I don't know what the big deal is. Number nine, Front Mission. <laughs> front Mission. We just end the, mission. end the show right here, right? Like, this is it? This is, there's more than this? Front Mission? Once we're done with this, we'll be halfway through. Jesus. <laughs> and I'm doing all of them. I mean, this clearly should be much erotic. Like, but much like somebody reading about dragons, I'm doing all of them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, so many kids from my middle school make so much more sense now. Yep. Um, Front mission. I mean, I assume it's erotica, but I'm going to say video game. It's a video game. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Come on. All right. Feria, colon, a world of danger and mystery. That is a video game. That is a video game. Do you know that one for certain? Yeah, I know. All right. Yeah. Number 11. I mean, yeah, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I know. I don't know. I, I don't mean, with dragons. I don't want to fuck dragons. I mean, I don't want to fuck dragons. What is... Number 11, just breed. <laughs> Keith, if this were a video game, would you lose your mind? <laughs> I should be playing this game right now. It's a, <laughs> it's a video game. It is a video game. <laughs> There's an RPG called Just Breed. <laughs> oh, I hope it's just, it is no actual video game. Just turn it on. It says, go have sex already. Yeah. Just breed. Just find somebody who likes you and have sex with them. <laughs> Are they a dragon? Bonus points. <laughs> and on that note, question 12, bound by a dragon. <laughs> <laughs> I've broken key. Bound by I've broken keys. Oh, it's so disgusting. <laughs> uh, bound by a dragon. Oh, please, just be a video game. That's a novel. No. Where somebody is fucking a dragon. <laughs> by a, you know, a, a winged scale giant creature, mythological from the medieval times. Like, a dragon, if you will. How can humans have sex with dragons? I don't understand. Um, aggressively. <laughs> if I am to understand the covers of these books. 13, Of Blood and Bone. Jesus. <laughs> uh, erotica? Yes. Oh, my God. Perhaps the most on the nose of all the erotica <laughs> titles. Of Blood and Bone. Next game, On the Nose. Yeah. <laughs> Featuring dragons. <laughs> I like to think of this as the first part is the title and the second part is the command. Of blood, command, and bone. <laughs> All right, 14. Sheeran the Wanderer. Ah, oh, this has got to be erotica. It's a JRPG. Why? <laughs> Why? 15. Arc Rise Fantasia. Ew. Erotica? It's a JRPG. Ew. <laughs> 16. I haven't played enough JRPGs, I guess. 16, Call of Kithshire. Ew. It's a game? <laughs> it's a novel? Jesus. <laughs> 17, Cauldron's Wings. Wings are sexual if they're not on a bird, erotica. You're correct. I imagine Cauldron is a dragon. His wings is scaly and fuckable. As all dragon wings is, scaly and fuckable. And finally, 18, the Masked Queen and the Tower of Mirrors. It's the most sexual thing I've ever heard in my life. The Masked Queen and the Tower, and the of, Tower of Mirrors. God, that's straight out of uh, oh, it's Eyes Wide Shut. Yeah, um, it's erotica. This has been famous JRPGs or high fantasy erotica novels, and you are wrong. It is a JRPG. Ah, <laughs> uh, this in front mission. I'm, oh my god! On my wish list. Just breed dragons. Front mission. <laughs> Hall of mirrors. Just fuck if you want to fuck, guys. Wow. 
I've never been happier with the way a game turned out. Yeah, my favorite JRPG is Black on Blondes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god. Oh my god. That's such a funny specific. That's such a funny What's specific. What's it about? Like every other RPG, there's yeah, some guys there's, to save the world. There's a person who is a reluctant young hero who doesn't know he's gifted in some special way, and he meets a group of odd friends who don't have places in the world, so they tag along with him to save a power that turns out to be inspired by a different kind of demigod thing along the way, but they have to kill both before going back to maybe what the world was originally or maybe what the world is in a better place after humans are gone. You know, porn. <laughs> This is a great game. I'm glad you really enjoyed it. I like go. both of these games equally. <laughs> I'm never going to look at erotica or JRPGs the same way. I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> Every time I turn on JRPG, I'm going uh, to think, this is about fucking a dragon. And every time I open erotica, I'm going to be like, why am I opening erotica? <laughs> every RPG, though, is kind of like, look at this 16-year-old. And you're yep. like... <laughs> yeah, Final Fantasy X, they're really making Riku a little too much. Isn't also Yuna? Like, Riku's supposed to be, like, what, 14, 15 or she's, something like she that? She seems like she's 18 in that game to me. I don't think she is, because I think Yuna's, like, supposed to be. Yuna's like, also supposed to They're both super they're young. They're supposed to be teenagers. Everybody's super fucking young. And it's Tifa's, the Romeo and Julia thing. And, like, and Julia Cloud thing. is, like, 17, and, like, Tifa's, like, 16 or something like That's that. so weird. And, yeah, and they don't yeah. try to hide what Tifa looks like. <laughs> I mean, that is upsetting, to say the least. <laughs> yeah, if, if you're listening, like, somewhere in this world is a podcast about uh, high fantasy erotica, and they are making so many jokes about how JRPGs look at women. <laughs> and they're like, why don't they just fuck dragons like normal people? <laughs> like and you know what? People. You know what? Can't say shit about that. No, They've got us there. They got us. Keith. Jesse. Thanks for doing this podcast with me for the last year. Thanks for having two podcasts with me. I love doing this. This, this is so, so fun. fun. I look forward to next year. Guys. New York, New York, Chicago, Boston, Boston, DC, Denver, any big town, Miami, Pitbulls, Miami. We need excuses to get out of LA. We hate it here. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and guys, uh, we should announce what's going on next year. Do it up. That's a huge thing, guys. So as we've talked about a little bit, our Patreon, which used to be a free episode every or not a free, another episode every week for five dollars a month, is changing. And we are doing a video Let's Plays where, you know, you can see the video game and you can see us and hear us uh, on our microphones reacting to the game as we play it. It's kind of like right now we're playing Until Dawn. And if you guys ever seen Mystery Science Theater, it's, it's a little bit it's like a that. It's a little bit like that. We're pretty much just making fun yeah. of it the whole time. We're, we're Mystery Science Theatering uh, Until Dawn right now. And we'll get other games and we're trying to put that up uh, as, as often as we can we for five ep- bucks a month. We have episode one up right now. Episode two should be up very soon. And episode three to soon three. follow because we've recorded both of them um and the reason all of this happened was because keith and i have signed a deal with stitcher premium yes and so uh it's starting i believe in 2019 uh there are going to be on itunes uh 26 or 36 episodes of our show that are free to listen to at any point in time and then the rest of it will be behind what i think is a pretty cheap paywall on stitcher premium right uh, to be able to listen to all of our stuff and also to listen to new premium content we're going to be making on Stitcher. We're going to be making a new podcast yeah, on a, Stitcher. A, a new, you'll see episodes of a new podcast. You'll, you'll hear extended uh, versions of these episodes with, with content that is solely going to be on Stitcher. So we'll have more information about that in the future. Uh, it just means much more content from us. Uh, more video, more audio, and this podcast will continue to come out every week for free on iTunes. That will never change. It's never going to change, guys. No. We're always going to be here. Always going to be releasing episodes. When the world dies, we will somehow have survived and be releasing episodes You'll be like, to no one and nothing How are they doing this? Also, go get help. We need help. Yeah, Armageddon <laughs> has struck. Dragons are everywhere, and they are fuckable. Yeah, like, what games are you guys playing currently yeah. still? <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've got a bunch of big plans for 2019. Uh, we're so excited. We're so happy you guys have been along listening to our podcast uh this far 
And we want to keep building this thing and just keeping on having fun. Also, by the time you probably listen to this, we're going to have new merch set up. Yes. New shirts, new designs, new all kinds of fun stuff. Yes. If you want to find the links to those, you can see a, you can see them on Twitter, at New Player Pod, or on Instagram, at New Player Podcast. You should hit up our Discord channel or Discord page on the app. You should check out our Patreon. Uh, you should please, please, please go to iTunes and rate us five stars and write a nice review because it helps so much when we're trying to uh, to get new guests and work new deals and just bring you guys more content that we think you'll love. Yeah. So all these things. And, uh, you know, look forward to another year of games and just so so many fucking quip ads. Just so many. So many quip So ads. many quip 2019 is going to be our years, guys. We're going to expand. We're going to go touring. We're going to do a lot more stuff. We're going to interact with you guys that's, more. That's what we're aiming for. And, guys, if you uh want to tell us about your game of the year your favorite moments of the year indie games any of the stuff we talked about hit us up on twitter hit us up on instagram send us an email email us at new player has joined podcast, podcast dot, uh, at, at gmail.com gmail. hit us up anything you want if you want more questions we'll be doing more mailbag sessions uh, uh segments in the future all the info you want, anything you want to say. Also, hit if us you up. want to directly talk to us, honestly, Twitter's the easiest way. Yeah, we're like, always on Twitter. We're always responding back to people. On and Twitter. if and if you want to find a genuinely great group of people interacting with each other on a regular, daily basis, the Discord page is awesome. Discord's awesome. Twitter's great. If you ever want to know anything, just go check us out on Twitter. All right. Cool. Cool. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. I'm not seeing you for like a week. No, nope, I think uh, we're going to release, uh, an, I mean, we're going to release another episode uh, in the interim that I believe is going to be from our uh, from our stash. Our vault, our stash. Our vault of yeah. maybe a before and after. Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a hockey game in there. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, that's like right. It. That's like right. Uh, a little what Oscar, maybe some Katamari Damasi. Yeah. Ooh. A little, uh, a little, uh, a little, uh, I forget what other games we did. We did so many. We did a lot of games. We did a lot of games. <laughs> but whatever it is, we love all these episodes. Uh, guys, thank you again for listening. Merry Christmas. Happy, happy Hanukkah. Holidays. Happy holidays. Happy New Year. Anything else? Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy, um, happy Atheist Day. Winter Solstice. Um, um, save up that water. Happy, happy Joy Joy. Save up that food. Happy International Dragons Need Fucking Two Day. Uh, your parents uh, are racist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't know. I'm just going. It's Christmas. I assume you're arguing Oh, with true. Your you already or know this. Uncle or something like that. All right. Let's get the fuck out of here. Let's do it. This has been New Players Join. Goodbye. Goodbye. Title of a famous JRPG with dragon in it or title of a famous high fantasy erotica novel with dragon in it. That's how many there are of both.